Hello everybody, uh, I just wanted to give you guys a quick disclaimer on this episode. Um, we didn't realize until after the fact that Brandon, our our co-host guest for this week, um, had a slight little echo, so you can kind of hear me and CJ every once in a while, kind of a weird echo going on. Um, we really wanted to do a different recording because uh, I wasn't crazy about sending, putting out this episode with with this flaw in it. Um, but unfortunately, just trying to get everybody back together and trying to figure out a different way to go about it, a different sort of episode, um, was uh, kind of difficult. And I didn't really want to miss a week of not putting out anything. Um, so, yes, there is a, a, a flaw in the audio, um, but I genuinely think that the discussion and the conversation and the jokes are actually really really solid in this episode um if it if it annoys you or whatever do not don't feel bad like you don't have to listen to it i promise um but i i think there's still some really really good content in this episode so um give it a shot if you if you don't like it that's okay no hard feelings um but uh yeah uh, just wanted to let you guys know um next next episode we should have that sort of figured out and uh everything runs smoother next time uh so yeah thank you guys for listening um and uh enjoy the show Everybody, like, we paused the, we paused starting this podcast because everyone, need, well, I needed to go get something to drink, but then everybody left and got something to drink. So what's everyone drinking? Oh, I'm lame. I'm just drinking water. That is I'm not, there's no alcohol in my house at the moment. Boo. I'm sorry. I'm so hydrated. <laughs> CJ, what, CJ what are you drinking your Mountain Dew? I am drinking the the last of the first case of that Mountain Dew, I, the the hard Mountain Dew. Um, I'm drinking watermelon right now. How much? Um, how, much how much? How much is in a case? Uh, Twelve. Oh, okay. oh, okay. For some reason, for some I, reason I was thinking like a big suitcase, like a twenty-four pack. Uh, I wish. Like holy shit! I bought it from Costco in a pallet. I'm yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, you're right. I I I drove a forklift in the Costco to make sure I can get all the uh, all the Mountain Dew I can. Um, I I like I said last 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 episode. I I, I wish, I really do wish there were sugar in this. It'd be better. I, It'd wish, be better. I wish it didn't have that gross aftertaste. Mm. That's the only problem. It could, it tastes like Diet Mountain Dew, which I don't like. So but, so then, are you gonna buy more? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, no, actually, I don't need to. I have a whole other like twelve pack in my. I bought two when I because I I I counted them in the wild at Target, and I'm like, fuck it, I need to get this now before you know they disappear. And you know, I went back to that Target. There was nothing. So I who, who's the who's the genius now? 
I'm saying. I, I, this is how you win. When the world ends, I will be the only one with a case of a hard mountain. Well, I'll, I'll have all the toilet paper, so I'm covered. <laughs> that's, so, that's so early 2020, all right? Now we're no longer, we're fighting over Mountain Dew now. <laughs> Times have changed. <laughs> It's like it's like Dune instead of spice. It's 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 alcoholic. Uh, so, gosh, <laughs> hyperspace. Uh, I I am I'm drinking a uh, ghost energy drink, but it's not a, it's not an energy drink. It's like a hydration drink. So it's delicious and it's good for you. What makes it a ghost? It's like and that's just a brand. Oh. Lame. Oh, ghost! I'm le- they, I'm... Make, they make energy drinks, but what is it? Is it like a like the, you know, like Monster has like those Gatorade style ones? Is that what it is? No, no. So this one, uh, I've I've actually been. A, this is a weird. I've been a huge fan of Ghost for like a couple years now. Before they started coming out with those like the canned energy drinks, so I've been buying like the powder to mix it yourself and like pre workout and protein shit and all that. <laughs> like I've been, it's delicious. It's good stuff. When I used to work at GameStop, we the GameStop I used to work at was next to a like one of those vitamin stores. What? Um, mm-hmm. GNC. Oh, GNC. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was it's the vitamin oh. shop. Well, two out of three oh, of us our GameStops were next to GNC. Thing. <laughs> I mean, it's been, it's the same thing. No, well, it's funny because like yeah, my the mall that I worked at there was an LA Fitness, so it makes sense, right? Um. So anyway, like, I would go there, like, every morning that would work and just drink the, uh, what's that brand? It's like the Sour Patch Kid one. The C4? Who, who, who? Uh, the Sour Patch? Yeah, who does the Sour Patch ones? Or the Starburst ones? Uh, C4, yeah. C4. does Starburst. Um, yeah, fucking delicious. Who, who does the, I think Ghost does the Sour Patch, do they? Oh, yeah, Ghost, oh, yeah, Ghost does Sour Patch. Um, those are good. I, yeah, I'm drinking, yeah, I'm drinking the watermelon one. I can feel my, you know, my heart, like, <laughs> and I tell you the story about, um, I don't think I told you, Cody, because it was, like, two years ago when I, when I worked at GameStop, there was, um, one of the, ve- like, a soda vendor, or whatever, like, g- gave us, like, ki- like, a bunch of, like, Mountain Dew, cases upon cases of Mountain Dew. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I would work, like, all day there alone, um, and I hated it, I would drink, like, a bunch, because my manager was like, it's for, like, us, like. We're not going to sell this. It's, it's like, you know, just drink as much as you want. I'd have, like, four a day. And I remember at one point, like, I, like, towards the end of my shift, because I, I was closing, just start shaking while counting the money. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, fuck that job. Uh, fuck GameStop. Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Our GameStop. Oh. Everybody, Everybody have, quit all have at you once been in there? now. It's just, like, full of assholes. I, I've, I've been in there once. I went in there once when I was and visiting, and it... it it made me so sad. Like, yeah, it's it's super sad. I went, it's I went in there, and they were like trading in an Xbox One, and their, I guess, GA who was trading it in didn't know how to reset it. I'm just like, dude. To to be fair, when I worked there, we still had GAs that didn't fucking understand what video games even were. Like, like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had, we had SGAs that didn't really understand what the fuck. I think I know which one you're thinking of, but. Oh, I know you know. Not naming names. So, I, I didn't know. I pretended not to know what video games were. I didn't want to help anyone. I don't know why I'm even here. <laughs> I remember when we hired. Does anyone even work? We here? hired this one season in one year, and most of his shift, he was just spent shopping 
Like, he'd just be on the floor, just, like, looking at stuff while he wanted to buy later. I'm just like, me. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Bro, that that was me when there was nothing to do in there. I wasn't going to fucking alphabetize the Xbox 360 section. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, I have, like, like, I have, like, um, like, a God of War Funkos that I bought, like, on the day I put in my two weeks. Because um, they were in clearance. And I got it for, like, four bucks. Uh, it's, like, the Brock and Sindri ones. Oh, nice. Um, because I was, like, replaying it all the time. Like, hey, yeah. And I also, like, took two of, like, the posters that, like, the, 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 the advertisements, like, Battlefield 1 and, uh, Pokemon 1. I'm like, yeah, fuck this place. I hate this job. My manager sucks. I'm out. I'm sorry. It's- <laughs> at least yeah, our manager ours was, was, ours was Ours made it worth, worth working at. No, no okay. I, did I tell you guys? Like uh, Cody, I, yeah, you, I probably complained to you about GameStop. Like, oh yeah, I'm, oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Like, but like, <laughs> like I had so my manager was um, uh, I'm hearing myself echo. I hope it doesn't come out in the recording. Anyway, I I um, I remember he was like interviewing me, and he's like, I don't think the assistant manager job is worth twelve dollars. And I'm like, okay, that's a really weird thing to say to someone you're hiring. Um, and he was fine with making sixteen dollars. What I found out after is why he was so fine with this because he's a veteran so he's collecting oh my god from, uh, <laughs> he's collecting three checks mind you three checks from like uh, disability the va and something else making like his pension figures. probably and i'm like what the f- what are you talking about and you know what the, and the worst part was like this so game stuff was supposed to be his like i need something to do while you know so like the retirement job like, not even barely because he had his retirement set um, and it was just so, so annoying. I'm like, how disconnected could you be from your employees? How, like, how, how, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I was, if I wanted to be an assistant manager, I was expected to put in, like, at least 45 hours. Because he put in, like, 50. I'm like, yeah, I'm good, dog. I'm not going to do that. That's rough. I was assistant manager of mine, and I only put in, like, 35 a week. That would be beautiful. That would be great. Uh, anyway, fuck GameStop. I haven't gotten into a GameStop in, like, months. And it's kind of nice. I don't even, like, yeah. the memories of, like, shopping at a GameStop are, like, tainted forever because of working there. I um, I, I actually found a GameStop trade credit card in my, um, in one of my, like, totes. I'm like, it's not worth it. I'm not going back to that. I have $18.40 on it, and I'm like, I gotta fucking, I have to go into GameStop one last time and use it. Buy, like, a $20 Xbox or PlayStation card with it? I'm actually thinking about buying Kirby with it. Oh, physical games. Well, listen, I have three switches in this house, and all three switches are gonna like want Kirby to play Kirby. Yeah, so I have to buy physical. (laughs) Otherwise, I'd buy. Why don't you watch your game share with at least one of them? They still gotta buy two. Uh, One of them already is. One of them already is. Dude, yeah. I don't believe that digital is the way to go 100% of the time. Um, I don't, but at the same time, since I get review codes for stuff, um, at this point I'm like, I have like 500 plus digital games. I don't care anymore. Uh, the world is on fire, uh, and we're, we're all going to die at some point. I, I don't care if like I'm going to probably lose. What, I'm trying to think of a random game I have. I will probably lose those South Park games. <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. Warner, yeah. Warner's going to lose the Batman license, let's say. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't care, man. I... I I just want to play video games. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's. I love, I love physical and stuff like that. I genuinely really do. We had, and we I had still a whole discussion buy. Last week, last podcast about it too. Yeah, like, yeah. like I. Yeah, exactly. There are certain games that I will always buy a physical version of because I just 
I love having it in a collection that means absolutely no one to anybody else. But there's any of those just simple quick games or whatever i'm totally fine with buying digital. it depends so like you know i i the only time i've ever been to like a launch like night like you know waiting in line for like a nine o'clock launch was mortal kombat 11 i might do that again for like the next one because you know it's like, like that series is special like you know i might do it yeah like, if like another injustice comes you know what i'm saying like stuff like that that i know i'm not gonna get a review code for and that it's a series that means a lot to me it's uh, the it's worth it i did that for halo yes. 4 I was first in line for Halo 4. We brought a couch, a TV, a generator, my 360, and we played Halo 3 and Halo 2 while waiting for Halo 4 to come out. Yeah, I I remember seeing you. Yeah, I was out there for for 12 hours with a crowd. We had people coming in and out like, you guys are my heroes. And I'm like, at the time, I'm like, oh, that's fun. And now I'm looking back, I'm like, that's really sad. If if Game Pass didn't exist, I'd I'd, I'd do the same thing. I would have done the same thing for Infinite. Yeah, yeah, I I would have one hundred percent done the same thing. I'm like, yeah, you got to do it for cheap. Yep, you got to do it. I think the last midnight launch that I went to, not as an employee, was Destiny One. And that was that was a huge one. That was a pretty big one. Were you still you were in council for that, right? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, I won that uh that tournament for the we had a they were gonna have like a Halo tournament for Halo Four or something. And they didn't have any Halo 4 copies in the store, so they ended up having a Halo Reach tournament, and I won that. I won the Destiny Guidebook, the biggest waste of paper <laughs> that's ever right, been. Right, yeah. Jeez. But yeah, so like maybe maybe that Suicide Squad game, I'll, I'll go, you know what I'm saying, if they're doing a 9 o'clock thing for it, maybe. You know what I'm saying? It's like Nintendo games are like a bust because those are midnight only. I don't know how it works with PlayStation games, but then again, I don't care about those games that much. So I guess did, we'll see. Did you see, did that, you see that it got delayed? Like that was announced today, yeah, right? Well, no, no, Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad got delayed until spring of 2023. Did they officially announce yeah. it? Yeah, they, they officially announced it. Let's see. Hold up, because now I need to see. <laughs> no, trust yeah, me, they, yeah, literally they just it, I promise. Literally just today. <sighs> yep, seven hours ago. No, like, yep. like, oh, wow. As like um, IGN has it nine hours ago. Yep. Oh, all right that's fine whatever <laughs> whatever whatever it's fine i love i, I love rock city and we talked about this. i love rock city to death um they make they, good stuff they are like probably the upper echelon of like developers in my opinion i i will wait um i'm getting a review code for gotham knights so that'll that'll like quench that batman thirst i guess but i'm still sad uh because you know that was like I think that was like on top of like my most anticipated at least triple A games of the year. Like that was truly like the thing you know what I'm saying? So oh well. Oh well. Yeah, I don't Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like yeah. I wonder if Saints Row is gonna have like a big enough like presence that they'll do like a nine o'clock thing. Probably I'm surprised I'm surprised any game anymore. Like just because of how how hardcore digital is, it seems like that people can download it so much quicker and well not always, but they can get it downloaded with the pre download features. I get stuff like Madden and Call of Duty because those are so casual that like it makes sense that they the game stores would do like a a big nine because those are like the two games that people like like if let's say like there are people who only buy those games right like they'll only play madden they'll only play call of duty maybe they'll play like the next gta or whatever but it's that's about it so it's like it's, it's just interesting 
to see like what trends are. Because when I was at GameStop, it was like the only big games that ever did like those openings were Madden and FIFA and 2K. I don't think we had a FIFA crowd for our GameStop. No, no, I mean, no one that would come in at yeah. like no one, no one that would come in at nine or ten o'clock or whatever. I guess it's a regional thing too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, because you know, you hear Miami, it's you know, large Latino population. It makes sense. Like FIFA's like life. I mean, did, I mean, did Halo did Halo Five even get a like midnight launch? I think we did one. Maybe. Yeah, we did one. I think I just don't remember it. Well, I I, I didn't work. Well, what? Oh, Halo Infinite. Did Halo Infinite oh. get one? No. I was thinking Halo Five for some reason. I don't know why. Five probably because like that game was huge. Like that was hard. Like it was marketed to hell. I mean, it was already most of it was already out. Like because like they released the the multiplayer early. Like no one wanted to go in for just the campaign. Yeah, for infinite. Yeah, you can get both for free technically through Game Game Pass. I think if like you already own an Xbox, you you already have Game Pass unless you're like this is a con. This is like a hand me down console that like for like my kids. You know what I'm saying? Though it is interesting, I went to Best Buy the the weekend Halo Infinite launched, um, and the shelves were empty. So I guess people were still buying it. That's good. That's, I like that. Makes me happy. I, mean, I, I guess, but there's nothing on that disc. <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much, right? Like, I don't know. Interesting. Who's actually going to go back and play Halo Infinite in ten years? Uh, aren't they like, doing like i could see i could see, see halo one halo two halo i think three, you know? i guess it depends i mean like i i replayed reach in 2021 2020 um i was like that's like thing like 10 years after so i'm like maybe maybe um it's halo yeah i mean aren't they doing single player expansion content too yeah yeah i don't i mean i yeah oh, i have no idea because so, no, that, that's like their that's how that's their whole thing like they want to they really want to like expand upon it. So maybe in like 10 years, it'll be, it'll probably be like a destiny thing. You know what I'm saying? Where they'll do like a bunch of like add-ons and everything. And it'll be like this massive like game that'll constantly get updated. Or maybe nothing will come out of it. And they'll just release Halo Infinite 2. <laughs> Halo Infinite. Hey, so- <laughs> More infinite than infinite. Halo. Inf- <laughs> it's like the infinity symbol. Like, yeah. Oh, we don't know what to call this shit anymore. <laughs> what's, 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 uh, uh, what's, uh, what's that snake eating itself? The Ouroboros. Ouroboros. Halo Ouroboros. <laughs> it's not a bad name. I just can't fucking say it. Um, I just realized I didn't do an intro, so uh, I'm not here it is. This. this isn't a cold open. No, this, no, this isn't fine. it. It's fuck, fine. Fuck that. Not, you know, if you expect me to trim this shit, no. Put the music before it. Put the music before this shit. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Tired Obsidian Podcast. Uh, this week, it is me, CJ, and we are wel- welcoming back Brandon this week. I'm back. Um, he, he, he is from season two and three or something. I don't really know how the OG for this podcast. The OG listeners. They'll, they'll, they'll remember me. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I remember. Yeah. I'm touched. Uh, um, Pepper Farge. Pepperidge Farms remembers. <laughs> it would have been of, so much funnier if I could yeah, say you, that you fucking could, word. Yeah, actually, that would have like killed. That would have been like, yes. Oh, like, I'm so <laughs> okay. All right, let's let's take that again. Let's no, take, we're not on. doing it again. Lunch. Okay. I just remember the the Family Guy bit where the 
guys like Pepperidge Farm. That guy who's like stagecoach. Like, mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you buy some Milano cookies and you forget this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this podcast, as you can already tell, is all about video games, movies, TV shows, books, comics, just a bunch of random shit, obviously. Um, thank you guys for joining us this week. Um, yeah, let's... <laughs> let's just continue what we're talking about um uh, do you guys want to get into what we've been playing well actually on the halo thing real quick i have a question for you guys yes yeah at the time of recording the halo tv show comes out tomorrow are you guys watching it um i don't want to subscribe to yet another streaming service that's that's what i'm at because i'm like i would love to watch it but i also heard it was bad and i also <laughs> i don't want to get paramount plus Here's here's the thing. I'm, I'm, here's my thing. Um, I don't play Halo for the story, um, because the story's stupid and it doesn't make sense. Oh, just personally attacking me. I see how it is. Like, no, here's the problem. I love Halo to death. It is like the as far as like the big first party games of between both Microsoft and Sony. I care more about Halo than like almost anything. Right? Um, everyone knows this. Everyone who follows me knows this. When Halo Infinite's multiplayer launched on my birthday. I, when I, as soon as I got out of work, I cried because I'm like, yes. And then I also wept for Battlefield because it was the final nail in the coffin for that game for me. Yeah. Um, Halo Infinite, you know, I, I love Halo, but I, I care nothing about its characters. Master Chief is barely a character, all right? He, he's, he, he, ma- he, like, makes Doom Guy more charming somehow, and it's ridiculous. Um, so I think that's where I'm at. I'm like, what am I going to gain from watching a show like this other than a little Master Chief? Well... <laughs> So, I'm the complete opposite. I actually really enjoy Halo's story. I have a Halo tattoo from one of their very, like, offshoots of an offshoot of an offshoot market, like, media. <laughs> like, I love the Halo story. I used to have all the books when they would come out, when they were, like, a linear story. I, like, absorbed all of the Halo story outside the games. What I'm sad about this show is that I hear it's, one, an interpretation of all of that, which means it's going to be different, which means it's going to be wrong, <laughs> And two, I re- read this interview from one of the showrunners. I can't remember their name, but they said when they were looking to make the Halo show, they actually didn't look at the games at all. You know what? So mad respect. Um, you know what? Now I'm on board. I'm 100 on board. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why. Look, look, okay. Like, they're like so against. Ty- like it's like when Tim Burton made his Batman movies. You never read a comic, and those movies ruled. Um, so I kind of like the idea of a completely different interpretation of, of something. If it's just like, if it's like some more creator driven vision as opposed to like, I don't know, the suit chemically, chemically castrating Master Chief. Um, I, I'm 100% out God. for that, I guess. Uh, so I have Paramount Plus. Oh. Uh, I will not be watching that show. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I could not. Care. You know what? I will watch. Can, I will watch it for you. Can guys. I get I your login it. and I'll watch, watch it? I'll come back to you watch guys. Yellowstone. Watch Yellowstone, Cody. Don't fucking waste your time on, on, on Halo. I just, uh, Halo so boring. The game's so boring. <laughs> the story's so boring. Everything's so boring about it. So I might be on board if if it's actually action packed and interesting. Um, I will watch it for you guys and I will tell you if it's shit or not. Um, spoiler. Cool. I'm so excited. It is. I mean, you don't want to watch it. I could borrow your login and I'll watch it. I'll watch it. It's actually not my login. It's Kelsey's login. Just go. So oh, so I just have to, to, I just have to, to text Kelsey. I'm sure she'll give it. No, just go. Just go to his, you know, his place. You know, 
while he's sleeping. You know, sit on his couch, watch it. And he wakes up, just offer him some breakfast. Like, Have a bowl of popcorn out there. You want some popcorn? Yeah, <laughs> if you made me French toast, like, yeah, sure. They didn't wake you. I'm sorry. I need to know. How do I, how do I turn off the TV? <laughs> yeah. Go go to his room. Hey, look, how, how, do I, how do I get the speakers to work? I, I just, I just want to. CJ. CJ, we are not an ASMR podcast. <laughs> no, just like, just sitting at the, at, the end, at the end of his bed, at the end of his bed, watching <laughs> Just cross-legged at guys, the guys, end. Yeah. Guys, can you please keep it down and try to watch? Your snoring is too loud. I'm trying to see Master Chief. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay. Uh, let's move on to games now. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay, so I see that some of us have been, well, me and CJ have been playing essentially almost the same fucking games that we've been playing the last two weeks. Um, with, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the Dawn of Ragnarok DLC. Um, CJ, what are your final thoughts on that DLC? Uh, I stopped playing after 10 hours. It's boring. <laughs> Full disclosure, I got a review code for it. I stopped playing. I wrote my review on it. Here's the problem with Valhalla. I mean, sorry, with with Dawn of Ragnarok, I think they were really marketing it as like the, a big push and a big like ambitious expansion. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you felt that way. No, no absolutely. They they I mean they were like this is way too big to put in the season pass. Let's make it as a almost a standalone expansion sort of thing. Yeah. So my my problem is it it, it is big. Um, it's fun in 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 the same way. It, like all the good things about Valhalla are here, right? The combat, the the exploration, everything. It's, it's literally more of the same. And I'm, I'm at the yeah. point now, which sucks, where I'm like, I've been playing this game for like a year and a half already. Just going back to it, you know, grinding, doing a few missions and everything. Now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I'm ready for Ubisoft's next, like, big Assassin's Creed game. I'm, I'm kind of done with this. Aren't they all very samey, though? Like, Look, they are, but I think each of them are different enough. Um, or, like, they're so... You know, Unity is very different from Syndicate, um, and Odyssey is incredibly different from Valhalla, right? Like each of them offers something new. Um, but Origins again, does... isn't very different from Odyssey. Exactly. Well, yeah, you get what I'm saying. There's like there's some there's some minor jumps then in there. So like, you know, everyone's like, oh yeah, Origins is this huge change and like it shakes up. But then a year later, you get Odyssey, which is also a pretty big change, but it, it, the framework's still there. Then Valhalla comes out. I think it completely changes up everything. I think Valhalla is like the last true, like the last, the latest, greatest shakeup in the series since like the the jump from to, um, Revelations to three. If that makes sense. I don't know if you agree with me, Cody. Um, I wouldn't even say the jump between one and two was really okay. Massive. So you think that the, um, is that like your jump from Odyssey to Valhalla? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I do agree. I think the framework is still there for the yes. most part, but in terms of it's, it's still an RPG. It's still it still like has a lot of the same systems. Like it's you know there's conversations. Obviously, there's there's a lot of grinding. There is gear. There's things like that. But they, what I always appreciate about Valhalla is that it took a lot of the systems of modern uh, RPGs, modern action RPGs, and streamlines it so that it's incredibly accessible. Right, so someone like me, for example, I, you know, I want to play The Witcher Three, but it's not fun to play, right? Like combat's not great and things like that, and I feel like a lot of it's too kind of complicated because it really does feel like, no, this is like a big boy RPG, right? 
Um, right. Valhalla is like, okay, we're going to give you all the RPG stuff, but we're going to make it a little bit more fun, a little more palpable if you're not into that. So, you know, there's still numbers and, you know, and, and stats for your gear. And there's a lot, you know, there's there's an upgrade tree, but the combat is a lot more simplified. So it feels like an action adventure game rather than like an actual RPG where you're like, your hits are like dependent on like dice rolls or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, it's, it's kind of like Skyrim in that regard, right? Everyone hates uh, Skyrim because it's simplified a lot of things, but that's sort of why I like liked it because I'm like, okay, finally, there's an RPG for someone like me who isn't into the genre as much or isn't really too focused on learning everything, right? Um, that is until Elden Ring came along, and I'm like, okay, fuck it, like this is probably the greatest RPG ever made. Uh, but I, I really appreciated Valhalla's like change for that. But the, so this DLC, I, I I'm just bummed that it it really does feel like more Valhalla. I don't, I don't, I, I did not expect them to do anything massively different. Uh, they do add in some mechanics that are interesting, at least, where you can, like, cloak yourself to look like the bad guys and, like, um, turn into an eagle for a certain amount of time. And you should just straight up brought magic into it now. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. It's it's all I don't mind in... Ahead, a dream. Sorry. sorry, but it's like in a dream. Like it's like the dream sequence. And uh, these last three games have been really leaning into mythology, which I like. Um, so like this one is full on. Like okay, yeah, you're playing as a god, and you got all these godlike powers. What are the other ones that you can do? You could like walk there's, on lava. There's yeah, that's one of the that's one of the um, powers. Like yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you can teleport when you dodge and attacks, attacks and stuff like that, uh, uh, which is actually. Cool. Like people you kill back from the dead and fight for you. you. Yeah, which rolls. Um, but even then, like those changes, I still don't think it's enough. No, it's def- no, it's, def- def- it's definitely not enough to like be like, ooh, this shakes it up. I think the fact that they skip this year uh, for a new Assassin's Creed, or last year, I guess, for a new Assassin's Creed, and they put in this Dawn of Ragnarok DLC instead um, for. So that, they, so can that they can have time to, from what the, from what the sounds of, is like a big, a big overhaul for Assassin's Creed. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm expecting this next one to be wildly different, but still good. Still Assassin's creed So I, I will say there are a few good things. Um, I, in my review has been published yet, but I, I wrote a few things where it was like, the fact that the game lets you automatically boost to a level the, the level requirements is great because you can take that level with you in the base in the base game um the game will loan you equipment um that's at your level um that, that that's like at the expected level you just can't upgrade or take it back to the base game which is funny because all my gear was like significantly better than what was given to me yeah like, yeah yeah i was like i'm already it's like all flawless way high, high enough level yeah i'm like i don't I don't. I don't need any of this. <laughs> and they did something in an update that's not exclusive to the DLC, but it's like they gave you a lot of great like options, like accessibility options. Like you can, you know, dramatic. What is what's the word? You can like um, mess around with like things like the parry window, the level scaling, instant assassinations, oh, things like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. to make it a lot easier. And the game doesn't penalize you for it, which is great. I think that's like the best part of this game because I played through it like an easy mode. Because I wanted, you know, I just wanted to get through. I wanted to get through through it as fast as possible. I just get through a good chunk of it as fast as possible. But I love that, like, I was able to just like, oh, okay, I can make pairing a bit easier. I can make, um, 
I can I can get like those one hit assassinations again. I could. Uh, I don't. You know, they even get, if you like the way for some reason, if you like the way that Odyssey played, um, and you could have level scaling back. Um, I guess yeah. if you're a sick fuck, um, <laughs> it's there for you. Um, yes. But I, I I like those options. I really do hope more more games like this kind of copy that, where you can individually tweak certain things. Um, to, to to tailor it to like the way you want to play. I I always love, I love that. I like that you can respect your skill tree. I love that you can like downgrade your your equipment, so you can use those resources. I I, I, I like the freedom that this gives you. I like that they like we'll 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 make it a little bit like simpler than most RPGs at the but at the you gain like this immense freedom that most open world games don't really give you, and I and I really appreciate that. Um, I I mean I got to a point probably halfway through the base game where I wasn't even actually putting skill points into specific you know, skills. I was just having it auto assign it and then just <laughs> me too never looking at it again. You know, because I'm like I I don't care at this point. I think I took a screenshot of it, but I had like thirty two points that I just. I hadn't assigned because I just didn't even think about it. So I was like, oh, I should probably do that. <laughs> Jeez, that, that sounds more like a negative for it, though, than anything. No, I'm. It's. I think. 32 is a high number. Just be like, I'm done caring about this. In all, in all, in all I mean, yeah, it, I think the fact there's too many skills ultimately for me to. genuinely give a fuck about. And the problem um, with the skill tree it doesn't is matter. That the format. Why, it's sucks so weirdly why is it why does it look like the 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 that weird circle grid system from final fantasy 10 why doesn't it look like a normal skill tree in a normal game where it's just like you upgrade this and it goes on to the next version of that why is it that when i it, it's like it's, it's constellations and it yeah. fucking sucks the layout is trash oh. and it's awful instead of a through z it's like a to seven mm-hmm. and it, it it doesn't make sense I, I think i've always had a problem with that skill the, the skill tree specifically because i'm like Odyssey's was a lot simpler. I hope they they kind of fix that, or it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I, yeah. I I, just, I I like I said. I eventually just got to a point where it's like I don't. I am so badass anyways at this point that like anything more that you give me, I genuinely don't need. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. I appreciate it. You make me feel good by leveling up, but I do not need it. Anymore. To kill an enemy two seconds like slow, you know what I'm saying, faster than I did doesn't really dramatically make the game any. Like, yeah, like like, and I thought that because I I was playing Elden Ring for a while and then I jumped into this DLC and like right off right out of the gate I'm like one hitting these bad guys with my scythe that I had from the original the base game and I'm like oh this feels so nice I'm just beating the shit out of everybody. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, yeah nice it's nice to feel powerful, unlike, unlike Elden Ring, that makes me feel like a, like a, a, a big, big baby. baby. Makes you feel puny. Dude, it, it's, it's that game is excellent, but holy fuck. I, it's like the I've, real world. All right. I have only beaten that the first, like, main story boss so far. That is it. That's good, man. Yeah, dude. It mm, took me forever. Me too. Took me for fucking ever. Fuck, Margaret. And, I, and I, I'm level like 55, and like I finally beat him. <laughs> I'm like, I am trash at this game, dude. Um, yeah, I, I, after that, there's uh, switching to Elden Ring. I apologize now. Uh, there's, like, let's, 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 let's let Brandon 
kind of go with this. I, I, you know, we're here talking about. Oh, you're fine. Well, no, here's the thing. Brandon's is a lot. I, it is? And I... Yeah, I don't know anything about this game, like this expansion that oh, you're going to be talking about. Okay. I know nothing about I mean, it, and I. To be fair, even in the past he, when we when playing, we talked about your Destiny stuff, I he's been playing. I, I was going to say, say, oh, he's been playing Assassin's Creed: Dawn of Ragnarok. Also, he, he was just shy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Cody. It's, oh no, he has not. <laughs> I know, I know. Cody, what I've been up to is the same thing I've been up to in 2016 i'm playing destiny i'm playing for honor and i'm waiting to try and find a way to play that new horizon game <laughs> like it's the same thing as 2016 uh, <laughs> the same way. uh yeah like i genuinely have loved listening to you talk about your destiny escap- escapades like every week when we were doing this podcast it's it's okay okay talk about destiny too let's hear it. i mean i'm not gonna i don't have anything to say that hasn't already been said before the campaign of Witch Queen was probably the best campaign Destiny's ever had. Like, it actually has a an actual story mode, finally. Like, I played through it on the Legendary difficulty, and it actually felt, like, comparable to when I would play, like, Halo on Legendary. Like, I felt... I felt satisfied. It was really I nice. It was good. I heard it was, like, on par with... Like, it's actually a good shooter campaign. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, I was really surprised how long it was, too. Like, I was like, oh, like, the missions are great, and they're really long... I didn't realize how like actually long it was going to be. Like it took me a whole, it took me like whole two days. It did take me a whole two days, but it was a whole like entire two <laughs> days. I took a day off of work to play it because that's like the one game that I play basically is Destiny. So I'm like, I'll take off a day off of work, not the Tuesday because the Tuesday you never get in. So I took off the Thursday. So I played Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all just Destiny. The first two days I beat it. Super satisfying. Very twisty. I loved it. So who's the bad guys in this one? Uh, it's still the Hive, which were the bad guys. I like the Hive. Which were the bad guys in the Dark Below, the first ever expansion, and you know, just in general, bad guys like the the Flood kind of, but for Destiny. But they like. Do you remember the Taken King? Yes. Yes. His sister is the bad guy of this one. Is that is that like Crota or whatever? That's his son. Crota. No, so Savathun, <laughs> Savathun right. is the oh my god, <laughs> Savathun is the bad guy, but <laughs> but she got I don't know if, did you like not see anything no, for Destiny? No, no, I no like because I every time an expansion comes out for Destiny two, I'm like I'm gonna get back into Destiny two, and then I start it and I'm like I can't I can't play Destiny like this game is amazing. In terms of mechanics, but I am so far behind that I just I I can't. And you're gonna try and convince me and be like, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal to play. Yeah, play with me. Download it on PC and play with me. And I'm gonna be like, I'll do it, Brandon, and I'll download it, and then I'll be like, Brandon, I'm not actually gonna play this. I I I have everything before this new expansion, right? And now I learn that like, oh, it's all useless. You're not gonna play it. What the? That's not useless. What? Isn't it like where like none of it matters now? Like technically, like all the the legacy stuff is like basically non-existent. Okay, so I guess some of the planets have been <laughs> removed go. from no, no, the there game. There we go. There we go. What are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> but How they, but they don't matter anyway because they're they were gonna be bloat. None of the new stuff happens on those planets. They have an in-story reason why they're gone, and it just was bloating the size of the game. So what's the in-story reason the, why the, those planets are the gone? The bad guy took them. 
that's 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 very like straightforward. I'm I could get into like all right. You want me to start using nouns to tell you? Because like no. Okay. Yes, I thought I could tell you that the witness. When can I enjoy this game? I want to know. Like how how. Look, I'm a complete noob in this. I don't know anything about Destiny. All I know is it plays like Halo, and I like it. You know, honestly, it plays better than I think, Halo. Better. I think the Way first better. mission is available Halo. to everybody. And if you were interested in playing it, I'm pretty sure the first mission of this new campaign is available for everybody. You could theoretically download it for free and pl- try the first mission and see if you liked it. Because it is a great time to play right now. The they just They're uh, doing, like, <clears> when they release the fourth element the, the the freeze ones the stasis um mm. they had like a new system on how you could customize your that that subclass and they're taking that system and uh, putting it into the other ones so like void the purple space void the best one, the yes. Best one yes it just got its 3.0 update which means that it now has the super customization layout of like the stasis build so they're like going in this year and updating everything that's already been there. Instead of like those little nodes you had, it's like fully customizable. You could do like this thing with this combo, this thing with the, this build. And like, it's way more in depth and way more like role playing like, mm-hmm. and they're going to do that with all of them. Like next, like every season they're doing it. And it's free to all players. It's not even like you don't even need the, the, uh, the DLC for that. Interesting. Okay. So, I would say now, if you wanted to download it and try the first mission out and try the new Void stuff out, now would be a good time to try. Okay, so then, but like, so let's say I don't want to play this new expansion. Like, can I just play Destiny 2? I mean, yeah, the Crucible's open to everybody. The strikes are open to everybody. Just Just the multiplayer? Fuck the Crucible. I don't have any of those weapons. They're all all better than me. (laughs) Well, well, okay, so if you don't play the campaign, what are you playing? That's that's the thing. I just want to play. Look. What part of the game do you want to play? Okay, I'm gonna explain to you. I'm gonna okay, explain to okay, you okay, okay. Because okay. I am, I am, I, I am clearly not well mentally. I don't like Destiny for the story. I don't care about the story. I don't care about the grind. I just care about you. You don't care about any game story. Apparently, you don't like Halo story. You like Destiny story. <laughs> maybe you just don't like Bungie. <laughs> the two, no, you know what I mean. I, I like, yeah, they're right. Like, they're like one of my favorite devs. I don't care about like the thing that they're really pushing the story. I just like the shooting. That's the thing. I really do like. I, I love the gameplay. Right. I just want to get that. I want to get the. Sh- I just want to maximize that basically, because I don't care necessarily about the grind, or of like or like the loot, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'll I'll you get whatever I get. That's fine, whatever. It's like a byproduct of like how fun the combat is. Um. So like I. I mean, there's I your problem already. You don't care about the loot of a looter shooter. I guess that's it. I just like the shooting. It's like this game is like fun. That's why I like the, the actual combat, because um, it reminds me a lot of Halo. I mean, the cruise the closest. So Crucible's open. To, the core playlists are open to everybody. Like you could do strikes, and you could do Crucible, and you could do <laughs> Gambit. You can do any of those for free. Okay. 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 So here's my question to you, Brandon. Oh boy. <laughs> Is the Witch Queen sexy? No. I mean, you could Google Sabathic and see what you come up with, but like. <laughs> hold on! Hold on! What's her name? Her name's What's Sabathun. Her name? I could type it, oh, okay. but you could just... Oh, Sabbath. Oh, but you said Sabbath. I was like, that's her name? Are you fucking kidding me? This sounds super sexy. Okay, I'm, okay, gonna... I'm gonna go to rule 34. Oh my oh, god. Don't do that. Okay, let's hey, hold on. Hey, hold on. Oh, yeah. In- incognito. Nah, commit to it. 
<laughs> Put it on. I don't need my uh, my my ISP looking at me during World Thirty Four, Witch Queen. <clears throat> um, ew, <laughs> gross. So there's uh, one, two, maybe three, three pictures. Um, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> she, is she is thick though she is thick so I guess the point the point right. of it is if you wanted to try it now is a great time to hop on and try it okay. hop, on, hop on CJ hop on maybe maybe I'll buy it, I'll buy it. I, will not. I will not just for the campaign it's free it? it's like 30 bucks for the campaign I think yeah for like the whole for like the because I own everything else like I own everything yeah the witch queen campaign I think it's like yeah. maybe 40 but I think 30 I don't know. I'm, I don't sell it. Don't quote me on it. Okay. <laughs> I'm quoting okay. you. Uh, <laughs> Brandon, have you played Elden Ring? I've never. Did you, you know, I've never all? been a big uh, Soulsborne guy. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to try them. I tried. I think I tried one of the. I can't remember which one, but I tried. I think the first Dark Souls because it's on Game Pass. And I went towards the skeletons, thinking like skeletons equal like easy enemies and like it just was like yeah. I just didn't go anywhere and I was like okay like it's like I finally went a little bit farther but then I got my shit rocked by like this big black knight in like a hallway and I was like well mm-hmm. no thanks <laughs> the one I would try to like actually get back into it with is probably Bloodborne honestly because I heard that one it's like standalone it's not a sequel it's not like it's own interconnecting it's just a standalone and I heard it's really good you gotta okay I'm so, so I'm 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 sort of in your shoes. Like I I I play I like tried every other Souls game, and I and I kind of get I don't get that far because I kind of like get to a point where I'm like, all right, what do I do? Where do I go if I'm if I don't want to keep dying? Um, Elden Ring completely changed that because the, the big twist is it's a big open world, and you have so many options. Where, what a twist! Uh, what to do if you're like banging your head up against the wall? You don't have to do that anymore. That whole like, well, I'm, I'm kind of fucked here. No, no, you can just like turn around and walk away. Yeah, like, yeah, like you, you in all the previous games, you have to sit and grind for souls to level up and finally be strong enough to take on that one enemy. Whereas here, it's like I don't have to grind. I'm just gonna go to a completely different area of this map, explore it, brand new areas, see new shit, and level up naturally. Well, that sounds good. Sounds like sounds like they fixed. It's not really a thing that was broken, but it sounds like they. It's addressed a big grind. They evolved it. Like that's the thing yeah. with this game. They they not only evolved their own formula. They kind of evolved like the open world game in general. Um, like the whole genre. So I I think one hundred percent. Like this is that next step, right? So to me, the the thing that killed open world games for me was Metal Gear Solid Five because that game was like the first game I played where I felt like every action I took like was actually meaningful in this world. Like I felt like I was living in this world, right? I wasn't just a spectator in this world. Um, a lot of people felt that way about Breath of the Wild. I didn't love Breath of the Wild, but I understand. That's how why. I feel about Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, like a lot, like a lot of those games, right? Where like it, you know, like that claim that like you make a difference. This is the first time I played an overworld game where I'm like, oh, okay, I am truly existing in this world. The things I do matter. Everything here is like intentionally placed. There is meaning behind everything. Every rock has a purpose here. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Mm-hmm. That sort of philosophy here yeah and that's why i i could appreciate it even its difficulty is still there it's it's still incredibly hard it's still kind of frustrating in a lot of areas like i lost six thousand runes last night and i'm like fuck this game um i'm on the phone with my girlfriend i'm like no we can't 
like I almost yelled, but I, I, I still appreciate everything up. There's like a real artistry here, right? Um, and I, I, I can't believe like, like this is the first time I played a game in so long that it, I, I, something finally clicked in me. Like, oh, I enjoy playing video games again after a very long depressive spell of just, like oh, falling out of everything. This is the thing that finally got me back because I'm like at work thinking about like planning what I'm gonna do in Elden Ring for the day. Like that's like the beauty of this game. I absolutely adore it. It's so good in that regard. Again, as someone who doesn't enjoy or couldn't really get into Souls games like everyone else, like this is finally the thing that got it. I I I, I recommend it for anyone like that who's like kind of looking for something different. Like that. Might keep an eye out for a sale. Definitely, definitely. Have you fought the eagles with swords on his feet? Yes, I hate those things so much because I'm afraid of birds in real life. That thing like exacerbated my fear of birds. Oh my god! It just sounds oh really god. funny. No, I hate it, it. sounds like nightmare fuel. The bird with eat with swords on its feet. Yes. Oh my. And then, and then like later on, you fight the same thing. It's like birds with swords on their feet. Um, but like I think they breathe fire, and they're wearing like a mask that breathes fire. And I'm like, what the hell is this shit with birds? I hate them. They're worse than the crows with teeth in Bloodborne. Absolutely. Oh fuck! I hate those things too. I hate birds in real life. I genuinely do. I am like afraid of birds. This game made it worse. When I first <laughs> I, killed I, one of those things. I, I felt so happy. Fuck you. <laughs> I had finally gotten to those eagles because I've heard so much about about them. Everyone's like, these are the hardest fucking guys. They suck. Oh my god. And I got to it and I like, I killed it pretty quickly and I was like, oh, this is okay. Weird. And then fucking two more swooped out of nowhere and I'm like, ah, ah. It was terrifying. Uh, so that's basically my Elden Ring update for this week because I didn't play a crazy amount after I f- had finally beaten Margit. Because um, I also got, lost a lot of runes after that and was very sad. So, yeah. Um, CJ, you got... Why, why this? Explain this to me. Oh, yeah. Um, I watched the Batman like three times in theaters and I'm like, fuck it. Oh, so here's the thing. After Elden Ring, that game pissed me off. So I'm like, fuck it. I need to feel powerful. So you know what I did? I redownloaded the uh, Return to Arkham. And then I redownloaded Arkham Knight. I went to those challenge maps. And I like, you know, fought like 30 dudes and won. And I'm like, fuck it. I feel like the most powerful <laughs> in the world. So I'm Batman. That's literally it. That's literally it. I'm just like, I want to feel powerful. And then I, I have the season pass for Arkham Knight. I just never played through like those challenge maps, so I was playing through some of them with as like Batgirl, as um, Robin, as Nightwing, as Azrael, um, and I'm like, you know what, this shit rules. I I think I'm gonna do an, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna replay them all. I don't think I'm gonna mar- I think I'm gonna marathon them, or at least go through all the DLC like the expansion packs for uh, Arkham Knight. Um, I I love the Arkham games. I think they're like I was saying earlier. Like I love Rocksteady. I really love these worlds. I love the the cop. I think the combat in Arkham Knight has yet to be like matched. That style of punch counter, you know. I mean, that's like, that was also done in the. They kind of ripped it off in the, the Middle Earth games. Yeah, they did. That's the thing. Like, I, you know, I, you know, and I like Middle Earth. I love Spider Man. I love Mad Max. I love all these other games that do that style of combat, but nothing will beat, like, Arkham Knight as in, in, in that regard. Like, I, I think that, like, is still like the best way to do it. The only thing I'll give like Spider Man credit for is that fighting guys with guns is a lot easier than <laughs> games. Yeah. Um, because 
you get one guy with a gun in Arkham. All right, fine. You can you can you can win the fight. You get two guys, you're fucked. One hundred percent. Like that's it. You're not. You're not. You gotta like plan for that. You gotta like okay. I gotta take out the ammo crate first before I get down <laughs> or whatever. And Spider Man, you can easily web them up and like you know throw them out. My worst enemy. Two guys with guns. <laughs> Bullet, bullets. <laughs> when you forget, like, oh yeah, I'm not a superhero. <laughs> I'm just a yeah. guy in a suit. Yeah. Um, but I, I get, like, I, I've always loved the Arkham. Like, those are like the perfect. Like, I'm just gonna go back, you know, run around this world, fight dudes, you know, jump in the battlefield, dress up like those are. Rest. Those are such, such good games. They are. They're. They're. They're damn near like they're masterpieces in my, in my opinion. I. I. I, I still love them. And I, I. I like. I've talked about last. I'm like in a in a comic book mood so like since i've been reading much comics and everything so i'm like it feels right to like play like what is arguably the greatest trilogy of superhero games ever um i hope warner bros releases a ps4 version of arkham origin soon because i really want to play it uh, but it's um, not by rocksteady i know i know that's the one but that's the thing montreal's releasing a new game this year you'd think that would give them enough like of a reason to just you know release their their own their only other batman game out but, you know <laughs> What do I know? I ended, up, I ended up just buying it on PC. Well, I own it on 360. Physically. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. a friend of mine gave it to me. Because he, he, he didn't like it anymore. And he had just gotten night. Because I didn't have a PS4 at the time. And I'm like, awesome. I can't wait to play this. Um, it's backwards compatible. Awesome. I can't wait to play this. Uh, only physical. And I'm like, okay. Like, and I'm like, and I have a Series S. I'm like, fuck me. Ah, <laughs> uh, there it is. Wait, is it backwards? It's backwards compatible? It's backwards compatible on, uh, on, on Xbox One Series. Problem is, it was never made available available digitally. Oh weird. oh, weird! I did not realize that it was actually backwards compatible. Which I would have gone, gone and searched for it, like a uh, physical version of it. Actually, you could probably get one cheap. It's like I'm sure they have some with yeah. Calispell's yeah, GameStop. I just don't want to go to GameStop. Order it from like Walmart.com. That's almost as bad. Almost as bad. It's better than that. Actually, that actually might be worse. Really? That Walmart probably. Walmart. Okay. I don't. I'm just but like <laughs> that's the thing i really want to play it i don't but i don't want to like lug my either my 360 or my xbox one out to play this game you know what i'm saying like i don't um which so i really do so now what i have to do is i have to go buy a 500 dollars xbox series x just to be able to play a sucker nearly <laughs> and the, 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 the second i do that warner bros is gonna be like all right arkham, or- arkham <laughs> get it digitally now <laughs> <laughs> Arkham, Arkham Origins Remaster for PS5 is out now. <laughs> God, I would be so pissed. Um, I'm debating on like buying because I I would much rather pull out my PS3 than like no because no then again the PS3 is like fucking rates and like almost all their games are terrible. It's so not even that. Never mind then. There's no there's no way I could win this. I actually <laughs> pulled my 360 out and plugged it back in because I'm like dead set on trying to kill my backlog of 360 games. Oh, like all the ones that aren't backwards compatible? That aren't, yeah. Because I got a shit ton that are not backwards compatible. Like, Wanted. I've had Wanted forever. Okay, well, some, I think you can retire that. I'm yeah, I think some... No, I, mean, we'll, I, I genuinely want to play that so bad. I mean, some of them you don't You don't necessarily have to. It's not... I, I'm sure it's not good. I have the, I, the Kung Fu Panda you know. game. Uh, that with, like, you know... Like yeah, I'm, I'm I I need to get through that. You know I can't I can't play I can't play Horizon Forbidden West until I I, I finish the 360 Kung Fu Panda game. Gotta know what happens to Poe the Panda. I gotta know. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's backwards compatible. That is actually uh, I think so. I think so. Uh, or like X Men Origins Wolverine. I heard that was a great game. 
I heard it, I heard it was excellent. No, it, it rules because it's like incredibly bloody and gross and everything. Um, all, all those Activision Spider-Man games on 360, um, I've, I've been dying. To, I want to play, but they're like, you know, $1,000 or something. It sucks. Which ones? Like, like Web of Shadows. Web of Shadows is like really expensive on, online. Oh, yeah, because um, everybody hated it back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, but now it's just like the Insomniac games are big. Um, everyone wants, you know, what I'm saying wants to go back to to um the bad Spider-Man those, games. <laughs> I, I mean, like I I emulated Spider-Man Two and Ultimate Spider-Man on, on GameCube. I'm like, all right, I, this is fun. This is I really like the Shattered Dimensions. I played that one a lot. That game rules. Yes, which also not backwards compatible. Nope. Um, I want to buy the Deadpool game on PS4, but it's like forty dollars. I don't think I need to pay forty dollars for a 2014 PlayStation Four port. No, 2016, I think. So. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe I will. No, no. Maybe I will. Hmm. All right. All right. Um, I've also, I've also been playing a game called Tunic that came, that came out on Game Pass, game Pass and probably, probably other places, places that's but that's where I've been playing it at. Um, it is a lot like what's that? The remake Legend of Zelda game that came out on Switch. And it's like chibi art style. Oh, oh um, you guys know? Uh, Link's Awakening. Yeah. Is it Link's Awakening? Okay. It looks a lot like that. Uh, uh, plays a lot like oh, that. Fox. But also has like a lot of like Souls mechanics in it. Not like, Not like excruciatingly hard enemies. and so, but, granted, but granted, they are actually kind of tough. tough. Um, but it, it it's, it, it's, it's, like, a it's like a marriage between those two. And you play as like a little um, fox. That's cute. You play as a cute little fox. The game is really cool. I like the, I like the fact that it gives you... I like, I like and hate the fact that it gives you the... Uh, your own way to explore the area and figure out where you need to go and what you need to do. Okay, so it's more open-ended than the most... For yes, there is definitely still a path that you end up needing to take for the most part. Uh, but I played probably an hour and a half to two hours of that game uh, with a stick, not realizing that I, there, I if I just followed the signs, I would have found a sword. Uh, so I fought a shitload of enemies and a boss. Uh, with a stick. Um, not realizing I, I, I could have had a sword at that point finding these enemies. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's, there's, and there's, there's like shortcuts within it that like you don't even notice at the beginning of the game. Um, like there's, uh, paths behind waterfalls and stuff like that that you'll basically loop around and shortcut it through and, um, so if you end up finding that early in the game, you end up actually like kind of cutting through different paths. Um, it's 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 interesting. I like it, but it is actually pretty difficult, and I'm not. I'm. It's difficult for me, even with a sword and a shield now, because there's areas where you're like fighting five or six different enemies at once, and it's like fuck this. Um, so I, so I highly doubt that I will actually end up beating this game, but um, for this last week, it has been a pretty pretty solid game to play. So, recommended if you like Legend of Zelda. Actually, yeah. Uh, CJ, what's your last one? 
Oh, Strangers of Paradise, which I am reviewing currently for um, STGC. It's a Final Fantasy game made by Team Ninja, which is apparently a retelling of the first Final Fantasy game. Here's the thing, I don't care about Final Fantasy at all. Um, uh, stay with me now, I don't care about the story of these games. And I... <laughs> like, what, what really interested me is like the attitude of this game. It's very in-your-face, it's edgy, it's all this like weird... Like, there's like Limp Bizkit in one of the trailers, I'm like, yes, this is like the game for me. It's basically Shadow of the Hedgehog 2. Um, it's a fun action rpg that like it's a lot deeper than i thought it was gonna be i love that it reminds me a lot of like ps2 i i love uh ps2 era style like platformers a lot right so games like new super lucky's tale and you know stuff like mail mall or like that spongebob remake i i'm like a sucker for all that stuff right um so but this is finally this is finally like like oh now we're it's not a platform it's like now we're getting the ps2 era like style action games like yakuza like devil may cry 5 this is like this cranks it up an ashi it feels like a weird like exclusive on 360 from like a japanese dev um and i absolutely adore it um the combat's great the 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 environments look great the only problem is the graphics are horrendous like it looks like a playstation 3 game the absolute does it look like final fantasy online no it looks like fucking final fantasy 13 on ps3 um it, it, it looks rough it looks really fuzzy i don't know what's up with that um but again just it, it, it i'm having a good time the combat's fun the upgrade system is really interesting and can is really addictive because you have instead of classes or weapons you have jobs and each job is like they're basically a different class that you like go through and upgrade significantly each with their own stats and gears and i'm like holy shit because you can switch between them on the fly there's a lot to dig into and you can customize your entire party as well it's also multiplayer which i haven't tried but I'm really digging it so far. I put in a few, I haven't put in that much time yet, but I'm excited to, to keep playing. What's the What's the multiplayer? It's basically running through it co-op. Oh, that's oh oh okay. That's good though. <clears throat> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely, definitely an interesting, interesting uh, thing, to have, thing to have for a Final Fantasy game. game. Considering, yeah. like, considering like Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy, what was it, fifteen? Seemed like that would be a game that would be prime for something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, but I, also I also never played that, so. <laughs> I've never been uh, a big... Any other games? Uh, I mean, like I said, I'm just back in, like, 2016. I've been playing For Honor. It was on sale on PC. And I was like, sure, I'll play I'll buy For Honor, the whole thing, for 25 bucks on PC. Scratch that itch. It's... Are there still a lot of people playing that? Actually, yeah. Like, one thing I give credit to Ubisoft is that, like, they have stuck with For Honor. Like, it is on year six, season one. That's kind of crazy, actually. Like, <laughs> they added the whole... They added a Chinese faction a while ago. And now this year, they're adding a whole new faction called just Outlanders. And I think it's just miscellaneous warriors. Because the first one is a pirate. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, like, you can now do, like, ninjas versus pirates and stuff like that. And I'm just like... Is this just becoming Deadliest Warrior? Like, God, I hope, God, so. I hope so. That's it was. Awesome. It's pretty cool. I always, I always liked the concept of For Honor, uh, uh, but once again, once again my my, terrible my terribleness at video games just kind of like because you get, because you so, get so many like tryhards in that game. That's and a, then, and then and then like <laughs> if you try and like double team someone, it gets so pissed. I mean, I've been like. 
I've been like double teaming the shit out of people because I've been playing fours and my my, my mentality shifted because I used to want to do like one v ones in every game mode. I'm like it's off, oh, it's for honor, you gotta have honor. But now I'm like, if they wanted duels, they'd be in duels, and I just fuck people up, <laughs> just like yeah, get in yeah, there, dude. Fuck that. So it's been. I would have. I would have people message me and be like, you fucking loser. Why We were one-on-one. Why would you jump in? And it's just like, dude, I want to win. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like this one guy on my team, I was playing last weekend, and he was like going to this one objective that had like two to three guys on it. And like, I think someone was like trying to help him. And he's like, I got this. Don't help me. And then, so, like, later in the match, I went over, and he was getting 2v1, and I just watched him, and I, like, typed in the, since I'm on PC, I typed in the chat, I'm like, you still got this? And then he died, and I cleaned up both the kills by myself, and I was like, (laughs) it was so satisfying. I'm watching you. (laughs) So, you still got this, man? (laughs) So satisfying. Uh, You also said that you were essentially hunting down a PlayStation. I mean, yeah, I basically realized that, like, I got one of my credit cards really, really low, and I'm really proud of it. So I'm like, if I see a PlayStation 5 <laughs> ad anywhere, I'm like, I'm buying that on the spot with my credit card. Like, just on the spot. No, but I, you're not, so you're not actively looking for it, but you're like, if I see it, it's Yeah, like. yeah. Cause like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm not going to like, I don't know. I was talking, to, I went to Best Buy today because I didn't use a warranty on my headset because it crapped out, and I, I get the warranty. It's like 20 bucks to get a $70 headset instead of $70. So it's worth it. And I was talking to her. I'm like, hey, I asked her, like, the, the cashier out of the blue, like, hey, is there any way you have a PS5? Like, oh, you have to get our membership to get the PS5s. And I'm like, what membership? She's like, yeah, it's $199.99 99 a year. So they're, they're charging $200 a year for their memberships. And she told me that the policy was to do that because to keep bots from, like, buying them all up you had to have that membership to buy the ps5 from them uh, makes, makes sense but as well. like, i get it it sucks it's stupid but but it's not stopping them because they are getting so much money that all the bots have these memberships now hmm. <laughs> so or, it doesn't yeah, it doesn't help the yeah. situation it just gives best buy a, a huge like profit margin now for the memberships so. $200 a year? Yeah, apparently the membership gives you, like, warranties on everything you buy automatically. Yeah, but, man, how often do you shop at Best Yeah, Buy? I don't. She asked me, you shop here a yeah. lot? I'm like, I, sh- I buy that headset here a lot, because I'm like, <laughs> I burn through them. <laughs> but they're, like, 20 bucks with the warranty, so I'm like, it doesn't matter. Buy that a lot. So... <laughs> I don't even remember the last time I was in a Best Buy, actually. Last time Holy I was, shit. was, like, Black Friday to get 4K DVDs, and then even then I'm like... <laughs> you, you buy DVDs? Um, I buy 4K discs because I have a PS5 and a 4K <laughs> I mean, I have an Xbox Series X, and I don't even buy 4K Blu-rays. <laughs> oh, I do. Oh, I do. Are you kidding? Oh, I have a bunch. Like, like, I, I, I need that. I don't I need to see TV. the actor's pores. <laughs> I do. I need to see... I think the, like, it's funny because I'm like, oh, I'll buy an animated film on 4K. I'll buy the Transformers the movie in 4K, even though like it's gonna look like shit because they're all movies from like 2007. Yeah. Or you mean the original Transformers the movie? Yeah, the animated, the animated Transformers. Oh my god! It's like I'm gonna ruin your day. That's almost 40 years old. It is almost 40 years old. 
I'm 100% buying the Batman when it comes out on 4K Blu-ray, just so I can see the outline of Robert Pattinson. 100% yeah. <laughs> I need to see, after he gets pissed by Zoe Crap, I need to like see that dude was Ooh. freaked up under that suit. 100%. Ooh, I would have folded so Ooh. fast, okay? <laughs> Fuck that movie. Stop three times. I still got pissed every time that, the, that, 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 that comes up. Well, don't spoil it. I think we're going to go see it this weekend. Oh, don't spoil it. Oh, don't we spoil can't it. talk about it this week. No, we can't. Well, I, yeah, I saw it like three times. You know what? Sorry, Brandon. All right, here we go. Here's what happens at the end. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, Goku, <laughs> Go, Goku shows up. Right, Goku! That helped Batman fight. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God! Yeah, this is the best that. movie ever! <laughs> Go, Goku, Spider-Man. <laughs> oh! Prime show up to help, help Batman fight the Joker. Right. I mean, you can talk about it. It's been out a few weeks, but like... The, no, no, the no, thing no. I've always That's had this fine. I've always had a week. thing with spoilers where I'm like you'll never spoil the whole context. You'll never give me a hundred percent of the information. Oh just, oh, just wait. CJ will do that for you. I doubt it. It's never <laughs> happened to me in all my life. That's why I always but tell you spoilers and you get all mad at me. I'm like, what? I don't <laughs> here's, here's my thing. Yeah, look, if, if, I hate spoilers, if dude. If the movie can get spoiled by one thing, then it's not then, then it's it's not that great of a film, right? Yeah. If you watch, I've definitely I've definitely pulled back on that a lot. You watch, like because you used to get so mad at me like, if I look, told you any spoilers. Look, the Batman. Here's the problem. Here's, yes. the, here's the thing with Batman. I'm gonna say this. I'm not gonna actually actively mention anything in the movie, but it's like it's pulling from so many other films, like Seven or Zodiac or things like that. If you've watched any other movie in the world, any movie. Ironically, I've never seen either of those nothing, movies. Nothing. Well, just in general, <laughs> any movie, any movie in the world. Nothing in the Batman will come as a surprise. Like nothing came as a shock. Nothing. That's fine. It is what it is. It's just like, but it's it's just it's entertaining. See, that's the thing. It's just interesting to see um, this whole culture with spoilers. It's like, like, like all of Marvel movies. People just don't want you to spoil like people showing up. In a movie. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I get that. Everyone's like, which hero is coming up next? Everyone's excited for like cameo. <laughs> That's like it. Like everyone, like with the whole Doctor Strange speculation, it's like, who are you excited to show up? Someone like tweeted that saying, quote tweeted saying, um, was it? Like all of you guys are just excited for people showing up. <laughs> it, it, it's so it's just funny. It's just really funny. Like this the, the the culture we're in now, where it's like that's more important than like the entire thing, like the, the big picture. Speaking um, of cameos, did you guys hear the story about the I forgot his name, the actor who played. Matt Murdock in the Daredevil Netflix show. Did you hear his story about when he went to the theater? Oh yeah, it's the so theater, sad. Like, the one theater no, that didn't no, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Actually. So what, he, what's the story? What is it? He was with his wife. Yeah. So like someone, one of his friends went to see the Spider Man movie. You as first, everybody seen the new Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He went to go see it, or his friend told him he saw it, and like everybody was cheering when he showed up on screen. Everybody loved that, and he went to go see it with his wife, and when he showed up on screen, it was crickets. It was dead silent. Nobody cheered, and that just that just okay. hurts my heart. The funniest thing in the world. Oh, it makes me so sad. Cause like, what? Hold on. Okay. I'd be pissed if there was a bunch of people cheering over a fucking character in the movie, though. Like, I'm at the movie theaters. I don't want to listen to you guys. Fucking did you? Cheering over did you not shit. see like Endgame? Like, I guess I. Yeah. But like people, not a single person was like, oh. Nah, like people che- jerking off in the. <laughs> No, nah, people theme, go right? hard like, for these Marvel movies. Bro, well, for this one was, was, was this weird. one was the worst, I think, because I'm like, bro, just shut the fuck up, please. First of all, why are we all cheering when Andrew Garfield shows up? Where were you guys when his movies came out? They all sucked. <laughs> what are you doing here? 
What are we, what are yeah, we, they weren't good. Yeah, like, what, what, let's not, yeah, here, let's not pretend they were good. Nobody here is a fan good. of the Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> Tell me you are. Like, show me who you are so I can like, yell at you. Stop cheering. I'll just, like, watch it be Andrew Garfield. I'll just silently, silently <laughs> raise my it hand. It is me. I don't think he, like, <laughs> he, 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 I remember the greatest thing ever. And it's so funny because he, inter- he was interviewed about it. And he's like, those movies, I'm going to look up, hold up. I'm going to look up the exact quote because I am cracking up <laughs> that he took Disney's money after saying this. And, I, and mad respect. Hold up. So while you're doing that, well, I was more excited for yeah. the actor to play Matt Murdock to show up than Tobey Maguire to show up. Um, I didn't. I never watched Daredevil, so I wasn't too like. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I get it now. It's like he's confirmed. I guess I don't know. It makes sense. Um, yeah, I see. Yeah, I see. I was. I'm. I'm the same. Like I saw Matt Murdock. I was like, oh, right on. They they're they're making it real. Like that Netflix show is. It's on. Probably canon. It's on Disney Plus. All of them are. But is it? Yeah, I fell off of it. Well, he's in there. So. I don't know. Charlie Cox. I'm, I'm, assu- I'm, a, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. I'm assuming it is. I'm assuming it's canon yeah. because even the uh, Kingpin, Kingpin from that show, from that, show that actor, actor is in the Hawkeye, uh, Hawkeye show. Yeah. yeah, I was. So I yeah, I think they're bringing all that Netflix stuff back. I was more excited to see Charlie Cox on screen than Tobey Maguire. Um. No, I, I don't know. I love seeing Tony. I was excited to see my boy. Yeah, my boy. Yeah, I was excited to see my boys Willem, my boy Alfred, both of them back together. I still uh, like top three comic book villain portrayals in a movie. That's my boy Willem Dafoe right there. Green Goblin, unmatched. Love I'm not saying the like other actors weren't good. The, oh, well, the other Spider-Man actors. I mean. Toby, here's my problem. You could tell Toby Maguire's out of his element because now he has to read, you know, awful Marvel dialogue instead of like real dialogue that he's used to. Um, did we watch the same Spider-Man movies? Yeah, like you ever watched? Yeah, Spider-Man two, like Spider-Man one and two were like written by people. They're directed by people. Spider-Man one. I'm something of a scientist myself. That, that's a great. That's a great line. It just makes sense. It's like a real line. It's not quippy. It's not anything like that. It's oh. It's just mean to death. That's normal. <laughs> That's fine. I love because those movies were like you know they had heart in them. They're not like they weren't manufactured by like a machine known as you know Marvel. So I, I just I, that whole sequence when they're in the Statue of Liberty fighting, um, and like they're talking and I'm like well, shut the fuck up for five seconds, please. My God, Toby, what do they have you doing? I hope this was worth it. He phoned it in, which I loved. I actually respect that he phoned that performance in. Like he was like half asleep during this movie. And I'm like, you know what, man? Whatever pays for your gambling addiction, I'm happy. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Come on. No, he plays poker professionally. Good for him, man. I hope this paid for that. <laughs> that there's a difference between saying he plays poker professionally and calling it a gambling addiction. You know <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, um, my goodness. I think it's like the first time I've recorded my thoughts since No Way Home. And I guess I'll say it's fine. It was fun. It was fun. It was, fun. It it was, was entertaining. Fun. That's what Marvel movies. Yeah, are they're supposed entertaining. To be. They're supposed to be just fun. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I walked out of this one feeling empty, and I'm like, oh, okay. oh god. Oh, <laughs> my baby boy. I, I, I was just like, I, like it, it's like it, it's like. I'm not expecting I'm like, like it to win an like Oscar oh, no. for best picture. No, I, like I, I am, I am. Kevin Smith said that it deserves that Oscar nomination. Yeah. I wonder. Oh if god. You know me. Kevin Smith is like the the. See so your the, best the friend. Authority and art. Is the authority on art. 100%. My boy Kevin Smith said that... Um, Friend of the show, fan of the show, Kevin Smith? Oh, God. I need that energy here. I feel like you guys are saying his name too much, and it's making me uncomfortable. It's like Beetlejuice. He's going to write it and start crying. Like, you know, he has like that picture. It's like that picture going around of him always crying for everything. 
every time. I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night and he's gonna be sitting at the edge of my bed <laughs> watching Spider Man. He's gonna be watching Halo cross lay at the foot of your bed. Oh my god. <laughs> Kevin, can you stop crying? I'm trying to watch Halo. I'm kidding. <laughs> I hate it. Okay, final thoughts on that. Spider Man, it was fine. I thought it was good. Yeah, it was good. It was entertaining. It did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. And I was happy for it. <laughs> all right moving on outside of games um i'm just gonna throw mine out there real quick the only other thing that i realistically have been doing uh i started watching a show called peaky blinders uh it's on netflix it is set after world war one and it is about a gang of cockney british i don't know what the fuck they are uh that have razor blades in their hats that's why and they're just like a small town small town gang that taking over london and all this crazy shit and it's very political and it dude it's fun it's genuinely fucking really good i heard it was really good uh mutual friend adam he always like loved that show to death he always told me he was like watching it as it came out and stuff yeah, yeah, it. I think they're on their final season, and that's kind of like it's been sitting in my like watch queue or whatever for years. And I finally like let's just start this. Um, it reminds if you liked like Sons of Anarchy, um, it reminds me a lot of that, and but a lot more, uh, backstabby, political almost. It gets really interesting. I'm in. I'm in like the middle of season two right now. It's good. I like yeah. it recommended i've always like wanted to check uh, it out because like <clears throat> now it's like your recommendation now it had adam's recommendation like i've always been like oh i should watch that see what they've always been like see what he's always said now you're recommending it too like i'll probably watch it sometime relatively soon i i think i think the first season's like six episodes yeah i'm pretty sure it's like a short so, start yeah it's it's good i like it um cj do you want to Oh, jump on one of I'll yours go, i can go quickly with like it was the batman here you wouldn't three times batman's good i watched it three times um uh it, it's a fun time the the first time i was too hot on it second time i kind of realized what i was going for and then the third time i realized also it's one of the most ridiculous and like like hilariously like stupid movies i've seen in a long time but like in a good way um and i absolutely like adore it for it um it's a good time. There, 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 there. There's a lot to love about it. If you're a Batman fan, the Batwheel chase is still one of the greatest sequences in a modern superhero film I've I've, I've watched. I absolutely love it. Um, uh, Zoe Kravitz, mm. just wonderful. Sorry, wonderful. Sorry. just great. <laughs> the, the, the greatest, like wonderful. They, 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 she, they underwrote her. I feel bad. Everything else, just wonderful. Um, I watched Turning Red since the last time we recorded. I think the day after we recorded. Christine and I were watching it here. Um, it's it's another good Pixar movie. It's a coming of age film, which I love. I love coming of age movies. I love coming of age movies about two things: coming of age movies about young people of color, because obviously that resonates a lot with me, and then coming of age films about um, people kind of like living life and experiencing the, the things they like, like the culture they consume or the media they consume. And Turning Red kind of hits 
both of that because it takes place in the year 2002 about this young Chinese girl from Toronto. You know, she's obsessed with boy bands. She's obsessed with like YA stuff. She's obsessed with like music and everything, but also trying her hardest to like honor her own traditions and all things like that really hit hard. Um, it, it's it's such a wonderful time. I love the anime influences a lot. Like they, they pull a lot from like, you know, shonen anime. They pull a lot from Studio Ghibli films. The animation's beautiful. I, it's really funny. I, 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 I love it. Reminded me a lot of this other movie called, um, I always recommend it. It's called Blinded by the Light, which was released in 2019. It's about this young Pakistani kid living in England during the 80s who discovers the music of Bruce Springsteen. And it absolutely hit me so hard. Cause I'm like, yes, that's how you like, if someone asked me why I like a certain thing or what it means to like something, this, this is what you show them like that or almost famous or me and Earl and dying girl, like all these movies, like personify like everything I love about the thing, like, or everything I feel about like the art I consume. Um, so I definitely recommend turning red, um, you know, except for that one critic who didn't like it cause he couldn't relate to it. <laughs> uh, I do want to throw my notes out there. I watched Turning Red as well with my kids. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. They, I thought it was fun. Did it they was, like it? It was interesting. Yeah, they, I mean, they sat down and they watched it all the way through. They, uh, My daughter Hadley is at that age where, like, she gets embarrassed over things that she sees. So when she saw, there's a point where she's like drawing pictures of this boy and like holding her or whatever. And she like looks at me with her face all red. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, that's, I was like, that is the fucking cutest thing in the world. Let's keep watching this movie, you know? It was great. I like it. I don't, it's not, it's not like, top tier for me for pixar movies but it is like it set out to to put out specific feelings and i think it did Did you guys watch Encanto? yes yeah i really i recently i recently i recently watched that i really loved that movie oh i saw that in theaters it was an event with like because like my family's colombian so obviously we have to go you know rep um yeah that that one hurt me even more because it's like it's about a latino character um, in a family, it, uh, I related to each all like three of the, the magical sisters in some weird way, right? And because it all hit, I, I'm a, not only an older sibling, I am also someone who feels like the weight of the world on their shoulders, but also feels like I like burnt out of whatever t- potential I had a long time ago, right? Um, but it, that one hit even harder. Like that's such, a, and it's such a wonderful movie, and it reminded me a lot of my grandma who would bake a lot of the like a lot of the food that's in that movie. They got it accurate. So, like it, it looks so realistic like, they had like you know the buñuelos they had the arepas and things like that and i'm like holy shit it's like i'm back it's like i it's like my family made a movie or like they made a movie based on my family and that hurt like, like hit so hard i absolutely loved it i really did don't like that they got what's his name to write the music for it because he's puerto rican and colombian but you can't win everything lin man it wasn't lin manuel it's yeah lin manuel miranda no, you don't the music was good though the music was good fucking love that music a lot of the songs i did um, but yeah, that one, yeah, that was great. Encanto was, was wonderful. It, it was like a big event for us here. We all, we all, I, 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 I think, that I think that was, that's one of those movies that like, I'd be like, Hey, Hey, you guys, you guys want to sit down and watch Encanto? And Hadley'd be like, why? Like, 
because it's really good. It's like we've already seen that. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're, times. You're, and I'm like, you're, yeah. but it's actually like <laughs> it's, but it's really good though. And like, mm, yeah, you, let's watch Frozen. You asked me if y'all want to watch Encanto. I watch Encanto every time someone asks me to watch that movie. That's a great movie. <laughs> it's like I, I just need to put it on instead of asking. Just watch this show with me. Like your your, your kids, will, your kids will get over it. I mean, Disney Plus yeah, has the like, sing-along what, version what, now. I saw that. I, saw that. I don't want it. Yeah, I don't want that either. What's the difference between the sing-along and just the, the movie uh, with subtitles? Like, it, no, so the sing-along is like actively like the. It's got the, it's got the bounce. Like, does it have like the bouncing yeah. ball? Yeah, yeah, you follow. Yeah, it. no, <laughs> I don't. Want, I don't want. I don't want. When that. I was younger, I owned those sing-along tapes, which would have clips from the, like from the movies, the songs, and they would have the little like you follow the words. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I. Yeah, I, I use subtitles for everything. I use sub I, like always forever because that's just my I used life. to give. I, went, I don't like sing-alongs. I, I can't do sing-alongs. I went out one day. I was out. Makes out, it worse. I went out. <clears throat> I came back home. My parents were watching it. And now like dubbed in Spanish because Disney Plus had the Spanish dub, and I'm like, that's the funniest thing in the world. Um, but it's good. It's 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 great. Yeah, like both turning red and and got, like like they hit very specific points, but in a way where it's like it's it's easily you can easily grasp it if you're not like a part of those communities. Pixar knocking them out. Yeah, man, turning red. Like I I it's it. God. And that entire ending, so you gotta watch it. Everyone, I, I, I definitely recommend it. I, I think it's an important movie in that regard. Um, and the last movie I watched, and I'll get over this quickly, I went to the theater. I went to the movies to watch an anime movie. I know what you're thinking. Why would I do that? Um, my cousin wanted to go see the uh, Jujutsu Kaisen movie. It's a prequel. If, for those who don't know, and I don't even know, it's like a Jujutsu Kaisen is like a shonen anime about some school that like they hunt like these cursed beings. Like they all have these special powers. It's the shonen anime, so you know, obviously all the same points yeah there's yeah. a kid he has a power he's all nervous he's see the chosen one himself he basically um <laughs> and Hell yeah and he has and they they're in a, they go to a school where they have to like learn to use their powers um movie's fun what, what, what color is his hair yeah his hair, oh though? black but it's spiky oh. he has oh. he has main character oh. hair oh okay he has main character oh, okay, hair good. Um, is it like main character like, hair like Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh or is it like Deku from like it, it, my hero Deku it's closer to Deku, it's closer oh. to Deku. Oh. Um, there's, a, there's a range of main protagonist uh, here the movie, the movie was fun a lot of good action um there the only problem was okay there are two things you know if you guys go to amc like nicole kidman has that whole monologue about how like yeah movie theaters are and I'm yeah like, you can't sell that a monologue to me right before i'm watching an anime movie <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry I love, you. I love i love that whole sequence but you, there's no way like you, you're talking about anime in that instance all right no, she is. She's actually even she's, when you're watching a regular movie. Specifically jujitsu. Even when you're watching a regular movie, she's talking about anime movies. She's talking about anime movies specifically. Because <laughs> then, like, you can't say all that, and then like, there's a scene where like a panda is talking to a like a kid about like like big boobs on a girl, and like. <laughs> like okay, no okay. hold on, hold on. There's no men. There's no. Uh, no, there's no. How sexy no, is the panda? The panda. <laughs> Wait, does the panda have the character? You like but... Does the panda no, have the big boobs? No, Wait. no. The panda's like the horny one talking to a sixteen-year-old kid. I'm like, that's weird, bro. Oh, bro, um, oh, bro I'm, I'm into this. Yeah, but it's anime. Oh, but it was a fun time. I got a good time. It's 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 like it, it was it was cool watching it. I hated that there's this kid who like right before the movie started and like the Toho logo came on, a kid in the front yelled Aaron Yeager, and I wanted to like get up and like go shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> anime fans, bro. Um, but yeah, that's basically every movie. I've watched everything else. Like, I've been reading a lot of comics lately. As I've said, like I've been in a mood post Batman. Like, and I made it like a thing. Like every night I'll read something. Um, even at work I read, which is nice. I'm like I'm, I'm on desk instead of helping people. I'm like, no, I'm just gonna read. You know, Dark Knight Returns right now. 
Um, so a few comics I have that I've been into, like new uh, DC's New Friends here, which is Darwin Cook's like masterpiece. It's like this wonderful like alternate history where like Justice League kind of forms to fight this alien in during the Cold War, and they all come together. The art is amazing. It's like it takes a lot of cues from stuff like Watchmen or Final Crisis. Um, it's so good. Um, Superman Birthright, which is the the second or like the third major origin story, like the, the retelling of a Superman's origin, which is amazing because it it, it 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 modernizes it for like two thousand three standards. But there and it does so much right. Like they change up a few things. Like okay, here Lex and Clark grew up in Smallville together, um, but like Lex is so consumed by like being. The, the absolute best and like the the absolute like peak of humanity he just like completely forgets about poor people in smallville and everything and he hates superman obviously there's this one panel towards the end where um lex has a portal that he can to use to communicate uh, to like other species in space and specifically krypton um and it's like a time difference and everything and the whole time he like you know he's showing superman this is your home your parents died like you know when they sent you here and everything and there's a scene where he's talking and at the end the la- one of the last panels shows like he was able to get a message out to his parents and like again like that time difference because i don't know like light years and whatever bullshit where he's like mom dad i'm home fucking killed me it fucking <laughs> killed me i'm like holy shit um it's a good it's a great book um whatever happened to the man of tomorrow is like the end of the silver age superman so it's like i, forget, I think it's 1986 where it's like superman is like he knows he's going to die. He is going to fight this like great evil, and he has to like call on the Justice League to help him. He dies. Well, he what he does is he walks into like this room of of kryptonite, loses his powers, and everyone assumes he's dead. But it's revealed that the whole time he's like, he he just lives a normal life as a man with Lois Lane like he wanted. It's it's it it's nice. It's written by Alan Moore. You know, oh, wow. all time great. Um, you know, it's a great Superman story. It's like again the end of the Silver Age. It probably would have been more impactful if I read it like at the era that it came out. It's one of those things where it's like, I guess I need the the actual like history and everything before it, all the context. But it's still a solid Superman story. Dave Gibbons, um, artist for for Watchmen, also did the art, looks gorgeous. And then obviously reading, uh, and I'm like now I'm reading All Star Superman by Grant Morrison. For those who know Grant Morrison, Morrison, they are, you know, they've written stuff like. Batman, you know, Rip, uh, Rest in Peace, uh, Batman, Arkham Asylum, the Serious House, the Serious Earth, Doom Patrol, Justice League, all these great stories. They're known for, like, these, like, big, over-the-top, galaxy brain-sized things. So, All-Star Superman is basically, Superman flies too close to the sun. He's powered by the yellow sun uh, of Earth, right? That's, like, where he gets his powers. His cells basically are regenerating incredibly fast. He gets super cancer, but he also gets, like, incredibly strong and everything. All his, like, abilities are, like, maxed out. And he gets new powers and everything. So it's just him, like, realizing, all right, I got a year left to live. I'm going to do everything I have to do. So it's, like, the tw- these 12 trials he has to, like, endure. It's excellent also. I absolutely love it. Because I think they, uh... Just dive. Sorry, go ahead. Keep... Oh, sorry. No, no go, go ahead. You're saying? I was... I think they did a, one of those animated movies on <laughs> All-Star Superman. I heard, yeah, I heard it wasn't great just because it kind of, like, it, um... It kind of, like, sucks away or, like, downplays a lot of the grandiose of it. Um, it kind of feels very, like, watered down. Um, and I've been watching a lot of those DC animated films, um, and a lot of them are great, uh, with the exception of Batman Under the Red Hood, which I rewatched. I'm like, yes, shit still rules. That was so yeah. good. Dude, hell yeah. That one's one of the um, best. I think it's the best of those. Um, I think so. I really not like... Counting, 
which one? Which one did you like? I really like. For some reason, I really like Superman Red Sun. Red Sun, I haven't seen. I, I haven't. I haven't. I've never. I haven't. Even, I haven't looked into like any other reviews for. It. Maybe I'll watch it. Something about I, like just him landing in Soviet Russia and like just the different. Like he still wants to do good, but he's like you know it's Soviet it's Russia. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I think. I, I, well, well, my whole thing is if it's based on a specific story. I, I want to read the story first. That's why I read all of New Frontier before, and I'll watch the New Frontier film. Under the Red Hood's a lot harder to read because you got to read Death from the Family, then you got to read the Under the Red Hood storyline. It's kind of loosely based on it, um, but that 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 movie rules. Like I was rewatching it, the animation's so much better. It's like leagues above anything else that they've released. Because um, I watched the Flashpoint Paradox. That shit sucked. Holy shit. Well, the Flash. Oh yeah, compared to the book, that it was really bad. But like the Flashpoint Paradox, you have to take that as one the first one of a new of a like a whole yeah show a whole like essentially tv movie series yeah exactly because like the payoff in justice league dark apocalypse war it's just like pure fan service and i love it it's It's just great it's like end game levels of like you know this is like in like years and years worth and i'm so i'm debating on like do i want to go through all these movies i did oh they're great they're all on hbo max they're watching them all like a it's it's fantastic. Um, I, I I you know I read Long Halloween and I'm like I have the movie saved. Maybe I'll watch that. I have um, what is it that there's that one Batman that dragon one where he goes to like it's like a 70s like kung fu film, which I I tried know. watching that one the Soul of the Dragon yeah, is what yeah, it's called. Yeah. I like started it. I'm like I don't know That's if like I like the this. Only one that interests me because I love kung fu films, but I really wish the animation looked different. Yeah, the got, like. Like, you've ever read uh, Gendy Tarnovsky's uh, Luke Cage series? It's the guy who created Samurai Jack. He drew a Luke Cage book. Oh, wow. He wrote and drew a Luke Cage book that looks like his art style, but it's very 70s-inspired, because obviously that's Luke Cage. It's like, you know, yeah. exploitation action film. I really wish it was done in a style like that, where it's like, yes, give me something a little bit more dynamic, because all these movies are gross and stiff and, like, kind of weird. I guess what? everything post-Under the Red Hood and post, like, Dark Knight Returns looks rough. Like, when Dark Knight really Returns... Like Dark Oops. I like that one because that one copies the art of the book. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying. Um, I don't even like that book that much, but there's some good bits in that movie. Like, there's um, some good. There's some good bits in that. Oh, movie. The thing that turned me off with the Soul of the Dragon was that like they like and here's Bruce Wayne and here's his voice actor. And I'm like, oh no, no, no. I just like turned it off. I was like, I can't. They like miscast Bruce Wayne in that movie, in my opinion. They, yeah, some yeah. of some of the cast couldn't off. couldn't do Kevin it. Conroy sometimes like delivers like performances in these movies. Like really phoning it in. Yeah. Um, that's how I felt about Flashpoint. Flashpoint was like, dude, no one here is giving a performance at all. Like, no one here is like, like, who, they're all like half asleep or something. I, I, I it sucks because there are a lot of cool moments and cool action, but it was so un, un, uh, underwhelming in, in the grand scheme of things. Um, I don't know. Next podcast, I'll probably have watched like 50 of them because I hate myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. All right, uh, Brandon. That's me. That's yeah. Oh, hey, Brandon. Oh, hey. Hey, CJ. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> we okay. just re-got... We got a... We have Hulu. And... um, We got, like, an email. It was like, hey, you have Hulu. You could get Disney Plus for, like, $3 on top of that. And we're like... Because, like, they had that big bundle that was, like, Hulu, ESPN, and Disney Plus. I don't watch sports. I'm not a sports guy. Go... Th- talk to someone else about sports it's not me but we like we signed up for disney plus for three bucks a month since we bundled it with our hulu 
so I'm like catching up on all the Star Wars and all the Marvel stuff. I like, I was sick home from work Monday, so I watched all of the Book of Boba Fett at once. I've watched the. I liked. I thought it was good. I thought. <laughs> I just some stuff for Star Wars. I just don't like the overall changes they made in general. That's just me as a fan of like the Legends canon, like the fact that they made Jango Fett not a Mandalorian anymore bothers me. Because, like, in the original George Lucas canon, he was not just a Mandalorian, but the Mandalore, essentially. The king of Mandalore. And turning him into a, just a guy with the armor always bugged me. Because it also takes away from the legacy of the clone. It's just... See, I got I got, I got plenty of thoughts. <laughs> the show was good. It was entertaining. People thought it was kind of dumb that they went, like, oh, now it's all of a sudden um, Mandalorian season 2.5. I thought that was fine because, like, they played into the finale. If they had just done that out of nowhere, like, here's two episodes of The Mandalorian in this show about Boba Fett, and then he it doesn't tie in to <laughs> the finale. I, that would have been stupid, but, like, it, it ties in enough that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm fine with like, catching up on these characters real quick and, like, to set them up for season three of, Man- of The Mandalorian and stuff. I thought it was good. It's entertaining, and that's sometimes all media needs to be, like... Not everything needs to be an, uh, a love letter to whoever or whatever. I My thing is, so I watched the first two episodes of The Mandalorian fell off. And then I watched the first episode of Book of Boba Fett. I'm like, eh, whatever. I think my thing is, why why are we at this point now where every show needs to have, like, an arc? Like, what happened? Why why can't we get, like, a really good episodic, like, space western? I was watching... Like, I mean, they did the, the Star Wars Visions. That's different, but that's that's an anthology. You know what I'm saying? That's a, I get it. That's there. But it's like I would love it was just like I was watching clips of like the Timothy Oliphant episode of Mandalore, and I'm like, why is it the entire show this? Why is it yeah. just like fan service and callbacks to things? Well, like the Mandalorian show as a whole, it, it actually, if you kind of like notice, it's actually written almost as like a video game because he goes yes. here and he gets his side missions, and he goes here, and he gets his. Gets his main like, quest, yeah. which is a fetch quest and a escort mission at the same time. It's like like, a, like the Lonely Wanderer kind of show, like yeah. the North Star or Kung Fu or things like that, where it's very much like that. Which yeah. I respect, but I'm like, I kind of, I kind of, like, I think Book Wolf has lost me because it's like, I, I if if you're telling me I have to watch the next episode to kind of get, I'm like, there's not, you know what I'm saying? I would much no, yeah, I understand. Just to the different. It wasn't like I wasn't captivated by the book of Boba Fett. I was entertained enough by it to watch it while resting in bed. And then it got to the episodes with the Mandalorian. I actually really did enjoy the Mandalorian. I thought it was a refreshing take on Star Wars when it first came out, and that, that enough was enough to like grab me for the whole, the whole probably the whole show's lifespan from now on. So, I've yet to watch Mandalorian season two, and I haven't watched any of the book of Boba Boba Fett either. I just I. In all honesty, I've been more like enthralled with the uh, High Republic stuff that they've been doing. I have a book about those, and I haven't read it yet. Oh, I've read because they have like two separate storylines in the same like time frame. Mm-hmm. So with a bunch of different characters, um, and I've I've read probably like five or six of the the High Republic books so far. And I'm currently reading like the last one in one of the series so far. Yeah, um, it's good. I I really like it. I like being able to see something outside of the Skywalker saga. 
the Skywalker stuff, you know? Like, it's not not everything is a everyone's callback. A like the o- one, everyone is, comes yeah. from the same yeah. planet. Everyone's related to this one character. In this I mean, big I, it's, I like the Book of Boba Fett because it felt like, without any of the Jedi stuff, it just feels like a space western. Like, that's all it really felt like. Yeah. It's a western. I mean, that's good. Because, like, the Jedi stuff, when you have a Jedi in it, it really adds that, like, Star Wars feel. But if without the Jedi or the Sith or anything, it just literally just feels like a Western. Yeah. Um, the High Republic stuff is the only thing that is connected to the, like, Ma- the Skywalker stuff is Yoda. How old is he in there? Yoda is mentioned in, like, two of the books out of, like, the six. Yeah. And he is not, he is not a main character. He is nothing. It's just literally like, oh yeah, Master Yoda. He's already a master in those books? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, he's a master. Yes. It's not even like he's like a, like a knight or anything. Like, no, I have, Yoda's like high school years, you know what I'm saying? I have so many opinions on story. Like, like, the fall of the Republic is because Yoda was in charge for like, just like almost a millennia. I just, uh, yeah. uh. It's, it's, it's good though. I, I, I genuinely do recommend, like, for you, Brandon, I know you I have like a, I have a book. Star Wars boy. Read, read, read them. Yeah. They're good. Um, and then uh, there's comic book series, say, and there's like Cody, several. Did you ever read the Darth Vader series? The new one? I've read a ton. Uh, I don't know if it's new or the not. The newer I, one, I guess. They've been on like they've been on Kindle Unlimited, it's a, it's a so I've read through volumes of it, and it's very that's what good. Because I, I heard it's like it's it's pure action, which is what I want. I'm like, yes, I don't. Care. That's why. I, that, but my biggest problem with the prequels, it's like, why do we need to know this much about Darth Vader? I don't care. Like, I don't care. You oh, I love that. The, you took no. You took all the mystique, and you took all this like fear, and you took all this like thing that made it inter- made Darth Vader such an interesting, captivating villain. And and you just like you you explained everything. Like, no, we're in this era now where everyone needs a prequel. Like I just want to know. I just want to see Darth Vader be Darth Vader. You know what I'm saying? I don't want him going through an awkward like phase. I mean, you have that. You can watch Rogue yeah. One and you can see Darth Vader being Darth Vader. That was Vader. cool. That was a cool. That, that's like the best part of that movie. Like you have everybody has yeah. their thing. Like I, I don't love that I, movie. I. The thing, the best part of Star Wars that I love, the thing about Star Wars that mm-hmm. I love the most, is actually not like the movies. It's actually the in-between stuff. Like, I love the Clone Wars. I adore the Clone, Clone Wars. Clone Wars is so it's good. Episode, it's, it's a thing that fills in between episodes two and three, and I love it. I adore did it. It's fantastic. Like, did you like Andy Tarkovsky's Clone Wars? I watched it. I thought it was good. I thought it was... It got really weird at the end with, like, the chosen, like, the, like, worm. Like, yeah. It got really focused. It didn't need to be so focused near the end. But like it was good, it was still good. And then the Clone Wars goes through Episode Three, which when it when that season came out, I did not think it was going to go through it. I thought it was going to be like, bam, here's the beginning of Order sixty six. That's the end of the show, and then it went through it into the in between Episodes three and four era, which is Bad Batch and the Rebel Show. I both I love both of those. I just love the in between stuff. Like yeah. that's where all the storytelling is because all the stuff that's during the during the episodes is about the Skywalkers, and I'm like. Ah. They're cool, but like the in-between stuff's where all the character is. Because then you have the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett, which is in between episodes six and seven, and like that's just more in-between stuff. Like that's what I I love that section of Star Wars. Those stories are like the best, in my opinion. 
Agreed. Agreed. I like. Yeah, that's. I'm. I'm in the same boat. I. I like the movies. I like what they did, but like, it's it's seeing the other stuff, the the stuff that you. Like I'm. You don't normally see. Yeah, I'm excited for the Obi Wan show, even with its problems of like. Their live action like interpretations of characters frustrate me to no end. But like besides that, like it's <laughs> just seeing f- like what eight years into the Empire essentially, seeing that era. It's gonna be. I'm excited for that. Me too. Uh, what's your last thing, Brandon? Oh, just with more Disney Plus stuff. I watched The Eternals literally today while I was working because my work, I get to like sit around waiting for my time windows for jobs. And I, th- people complained about The Eternals because they didn't follow the formula. I didn't think it was terrible. It could have been a show, and I think it would have done way better. Because they had like... Uh, uh... Yeah. They had like a dozen characters that. that in like a two hour span you wanted them you got you were supposed to get to know them, identify with them, understand them, and then see them grow all in two hours for twelve different characters. It was a little much. Uh yeah, I agree. I I enjoyed it for what it was. Um I wasn't expect I didn't know what to expect in all honesty, because I knew nothing yeah. about the internals. Who the fuck knew anything about the internals? But back then I mean except for diehard comic books. I mean people didn't know anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy back in the day either. So like Right. And I yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh but yeah, I think it was good. It was every now and then Marvel will put out a movie. That's not really a movie, it's more like all set up for future movies. It's a trailer. Right. Right. Yeah, it's essentially a movie that just is a filler movie. <laughs> like, I felt like Eternals was kind of like that because they had like three new characters that they introduced in that movie. I think for the mm-hmm. future, and I'm just like, cool. Yeah. 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 Right. Can't wait to see this in the future. I guess, but like, the ending was kind of unsatisfying. I was just like, all right. It's very unsatisfying. I did not like that ending. So. And I didn't. I didn't like the ending. Ending either. Yeah. It's stupid. I thought it was really funny casting wise watching <laughs> the two Game of Thrones characters quote meet in in the uh, the, the movie because you have, yeah. yeah right you have like Jon Snow and uh, Rob Stark's character the actors met and I was like oh that's nice like got all these Game of Thrones characters in this one and John's bone and Cersei. I'm like, I know right so that's fun yeah, yeah so. that's great. <laughs> so. uh, oh, all right. I watched. I did watch well, one more thing actually. Sorry. Yeah. yeah I watched. Yeah, I watched there. the boys diabolical, in like I an hour. I watched the first episode of that. That's a. I think that one should not have been the first one. Holy shit! <laughs> is it? Just I mean, it's gruesome. I mean, have you watched the boys? Yes. I, like, I love the. Boys. It's all gruesome. No, so. Yes, yeah, yes. What what's weird for me is that I don't uh, animated, animated gore in that sort of animation style affects me ten times the Looney Tunes more style. than the yeah, like realistic looking shit. Because the realistic stuff I can like. I don't. I don't know why it's weird. I don't know why I'm weird like that. I. Uh, but see, I mean, oh my god, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. But the animation for that stuff is just—it's like, more exaggerated, I guess. It, 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 could look, be maybe it. That's, maybe that's what it is. Because I've never seen the boys, but is it is it like worth watching, or is it just another like? Yes. Yeah, yes. it's worth watching. Here, here's my thing. I'm tired of like, what if Superman's evil? 
like I'm, I'm really t- or like what is Superman's an asshole? I'm, I'm kind of tired. Like everyone's recommending I watch Invincible because like I'm I I need a good I Superman need. movie. I really do. I love Superman. I care so oh. deeply about Superman. Right? So everyone's telling me watch Invincible, watch The Boys, watch all this stuff. But I'm tired of what if this all powerful being was like an asshole? I'm like, hey, we got that already. I read Watchmen. I'm saying I play right. Um, so, so, so to to piggyback off of that, like I had just finished the boys season two, and I was like, this fucking love it, and everyone was like, watch Invincible, and I was like, okay, I watched that first episode, and again, I ha- I have not gone back to it because of the, the gruesomeness of that show. I'm like, I don't think I can watch this show, and I don't know why the animation of gore and stuff like that is 10 times worse for me it's just like i that i guarantee you that show is fucking awesome yeah but it is i i that there's a point in that first episode where it's like oh my god i this is way too much for me well i don't know why it's weird i heard it's great though so there's that there's that uh so what'd you think of diabolical i thought it was i thought it was good yeah the first episode though the looney tunes one i think that should have been the second episode because the second episode has like a a narrator and it kind of is more like i guess personable it's like the looney tunes one it's like yeah you you get the story of it but it's like there's no it's it's a silent cartoon essentially and i'm like okay right the second one is like narrated it's about a bunch of kids who like have like shitty powers and their parents just dump them at this like shitty power care station like hosted by the Vought the company that make- makes them mm-hmm. <laughs> and like they- so they're like they're all depressed they're all super sh- like sad like one of them turns into any animal but he turns into that animal body and mind so he turns into a dog and he's just actually just a dog <laughs> like stuff like that like one's a ghost she feels hunger but she can't touch anything so she doesn't get to eat like stuff like that so they actually all group up and they go out and kill all their parents and it's because like they their parents like dumped them (laughs) like right like some of them told them that they hate them this one guy his power is just he's got a pair of tits for a face and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> All right, I guess. So, Hold on, is it sexy though? I mean, they're decent sized tits, but they're on his, they're his face. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's it's funny. I mean, yeah, it's the boys, like, and they uh, brutally kill. Uh, yeah, their, watch it, CJ. They brutally kill their the parents. I'll see. You'll see it. It's. I'll watch. No, I'll see if I watch it. I'm very weird with like TV. Okay. I don't watch a lot of TV. I'm very, I'm very weird with TV. I only watch cartoons and sitcoms. We'll start with the boys' diabolical. Then. Okay. Oh, don't, start. Oh, don't start with the boys' <laughs> diabolical. All right. Do we have any anything else? Any uh, house cleaning sort of stuff? Uh, this was a fun time. I had a good time talking to you. Yes, yes this was, Brandon, was cool meeting you. We had another beefy episode. I'm sorry, what? It was cool meeting you. Like, oh, I was like, I heard something completely different. I was like, what? Cool meeting you too, CJ. Yeah, fuck you too. No, I was like, I got chlamydia meeting you. I'm like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> uh, okay, thank you guys for listening to this long episode of the Tired Obsidian Podcast. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or anything like that, you can reach out to us uh, through Twitter or the email address that I will put down at the bottom. Um, this episode was recorded March 23rd. Um, so just so you know, it's a little bit earlier than we normally record, but um, there's games that are coming out like Ghostwire and Kirby that we will talk about on the next episode. I just want Silk Song. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> rate and subscribe and share it. Um, and if you are interested in being a guest on future episodes, you can always reach out to me or CJ and just let us know. Because uh, having three people on is fun. <laughs> So, uh, yes, again, again thank you guys you for listening. Us, we're going to keep calling Brandon back. And it's gonna hey, worse. I was a host before <laughs> you were a host. But we're gonna, no, no. We're <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, moving on. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.